0: Welcome to Game Club, the podcast that's like a book club where we play great games. I'm your big daddy, Dan.
1: I'm not a daddy, Catherine.
2: I'm a slightly smaller daddy, Charles.
0: And this week we played Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator. Charles, do you want to give us a brief overview of Dream Daddy?
2: I very much do. So, uh, as the name does suggest, you are a daddy. Uh, And I mean that in the literal sense. You have a daughter and you've recently apparently moved to a new town. There's a bit of debate. Frankly, I think you've moved areas within the town because your daughter's still going to the same school. Catherine and I were debating this. hotly before the podcast started <laughs> so you're a daddy you have a daughter you've moved to a, a cul-de-sac a new house uh and within this cul-de-sac uh, there are multiple dads uh you meet a bunch of them at the start at a barbecue and before then while you're moving around town going to the park etc etc uh you meet all these dads and then you uh you hook up with them uh on a Oi. Well, you don't. You meet you... Well, I meant uh, to say, like, you, how are we defining yeah. hooking up? Well, exactly. <laughs> so, there's this thing called dad book. Uh, after you meet all the dads, you're you're opened up to dad book where you meet dads like Facebook, uh, but just for dads. Uh, and you go hang out with them and you go on like, you know, semi-dates with them, but also just hanging out. Uh, and sometimes it leads to romance. Uh, The game has a whole bunch of mini games, side quests, uh, and then a whole bunch of multiple endings, depending on how the quests, uh, how your dates go uh, and which dates you choose to go on.
0: And that is Dream Daddy. Yeah. So those of you who haven't played along with us, uh, Dream Daddy has sort of cut cartoonish art uh, that's quite lovely, and it's essentially a lot of reading and text boxes where it's sort of almost like a choose-your-own-adventure, but we'll get more into the nitty-gritty details and dad jokes uh, after some Nerd Week. Uh, Charles, you had an interesting Nerd Week this week. Let's hear it. Hi.
2: I had a huge nerd week. So my nerd week was dominated by the testing for my ball game. It is now in the playtesting stage, which is very exciting. Uh, I've got all the components or at least enough components to play a three player game printed out and demoed up. Uh, And I took it to work with a couple of nerd friends at work uh, and also took it to a gaming night at my local games club and played it there uh, with my cousin. Uh, which was exciting, just a two-player version to see if it worked two-player, and it does, which was excellent. Uh, and each time I'm playing it, I'm making small adjustments, uh, adding in different mechanics, uh, tightening up the rulebook, etc., etc. And next weekend, uh, August the 6th, uh, my local store, Gatekeeper Games, is having an actual um, playtesting day for people who design board games, locals that have designed board games. Uh, and you sign up and you go along and people play your board games. So I figured I'd uh, I'd sharpen up my components and take it along. Which is uh, cool. a little, a little frightening.
0: <laughs> uh, but
2: also also pretty big and exciting uh elsewhere in my nerd week i splugged uh which dan will talk about more <laughs> I, but essentially let's, I, let's I, not
1: talk about that like openly like that's
2: <laughs> <laughs> splugging is uh it's yeah. a little filthy it's mean, a private yeah. thing <laughs> it is a private thing but uh it involved me being a goblin and looking for all the shinies uh dan will get more into that uh we had a board game day as a crew uh dan and Catherine were all there at my house uh it really turned into a bit of a lunch party with some cheeky code names and a whole bunch of wine. Uh, I drank more wine than anyone else, but I had a great time, and that's what counts. So, we didn't get much board games in mainly because of the munch. Uh, my daughter got a bit pesky, and uh, I think we woke her up because we were laughing too hard. Uh, so, that was kind you of a failed day. Like,
1: just say Catherine.
2: I can yeah. say Catherine <laughs> woke her up it's with her shrill, horrible my voice, shrill,
1: piercing laugh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> So that was that was a shame, but it's all right. We had fun. We had fun anyway. And we did our blind wine tasting, which is always the highlight of board game day for me. I love yep. it. Uh, so meanwhile, competitive. I've, it, it is so competitive. It gets pretty nasty, uh, as wine tasting should. Uh, I've actually been playing computer games outside of the game of the week, which is big for me. I usually don't have time. I know, right? I stayed up until midnight playing a computer game the other night. Uh, which is which is nuts. Uh, so I started off with Kingdoms and Castles, which is a recently released strategy town building game. Um, but it was just so light on and kind of pathetic in its mechanics that it then drove me to find a better. Don't hold back. Harsh, it's yes. Harsh right? <laughs> I mean, it's cheap. You get what you pay for. It, it provides, it's kind of like pixelated graphics and it's it's nice. It's, it's cute and it provides you with an hour of entertainment and that's it. And for me, it provided me with a thirst for a more strategically in-depth uh, town building game. So, I went and found one and I found Forest Village Life is Feudal. I think Life of Feudal is actually an MMO. And this is like a little RTS spin-off of it, maybe. Either way, um, it's a really nice medieval town-building game that's really difficult and strategically in-depth. And uh, you can actually take over the little avatars, which are all the little... Uh, people in your town uh, you can jump into them uh, and live in your village which is kind of cool it's still in like alpha uh, but you know it's getting there and it provides a really nice i know you don't like it but it provides really nice (laughs) gameplay uh, at the state that it's in now so who knows where it'll go in the future so that is my nerd week
1: wow you did a lot of nerding
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah Um, I'm looking at what so, Catherine did in her nerd week And once again, I win the nerd battle
1: well, Okay, to be fair, you took some of my nerd week I bought gaming
0: It's <laughs> ah, yeah, my house, Catherine, I own it You kind of chose all the group activities we did And stole them as your own it's stole the that. the <laughs> yeah, so, That's say how I roll 10. Yeah, I think we'll let the listeners decide. Um, (laughs) Catherine, do you want to let us know what you did for your Nerd Week?
1: Yeah, well, I um, obviously went to the failed board games day. I think it would have gone better, but the host obviously failed, i.e. Charles. Um,
2: Yeah, it was definitely my fault. uh,
1: I also did some D&D with Dan, which i let him talk about. Um, And I watched a new TV show, Legion, which I'd been putting off watching for ages. And the pilot is one of the strangest, most interesting pilots that I've ever seen. I absolutely loved it, but I can completely understand why people would hate it because it's a little bit like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind in terms of a vibe, like very different plot. But um, you watch it and you're like, I don't think I'm clever enough to know what's going on yet.
0: Um, <laughs> Do you think as well that because it is based in the X-Men universe, kind of, mm-hmm. not the cinematic universe, but just the X-Men universe, Yeah. it's... You know, people were kind of expecting one thing but got another or?
1: No, my understanding is that um, it's pretty consistent. I just think it's it it's really visually stylish and it's interesting. It it very clearly has someone that had a vision, like they kept on making narrative choices where you're like, oh, so there would have been a really easy way to do that. And instead they've just gone off the wall visually or plot wise or character wise Um yeah, I I can't recommend it highly enough, but mm, really I completely excited, understand. Yeah, I completely understand if someone watches it and is like, no, not for me.
0: The pilot um, itself is like an hour and a half or something as well, isn't it? Oh, it's an hour so, and
1: ten. It's hour not, and, ten. and then it goes to forty-minute episodes. Yeah, um, yeah, it's also very appealingly eight eps and only has one season so far. So, Good. which you know doesn't mean I have to sit down and devote my life to. Um, catching up, which often puts me off starting a new TV show.
0: Yeah, I'll be interested to debrief with you on it because I, I did watch it in some solid chunks earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I, I remember thinking, like, if I hadn't been told it was set in the X-Men universe, I wouldn't have realised until the, the they spell out Legion and it has the, the X the symbol X in, in, the, it. Yeah. in the zero, oh, in the O. Um, yeah. But it was really cool. Really, uh, I really enjoyed it, so we'll have to discuss that again. Yeah. That's it?
1: Yep, that's it. I told you I had a light week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you didn't. You did things with us, and that's yep. your mistake. Yeah, that's yep. what counts.
0: <laughs> so you're a real, yep. real nerd where it counts yep. with us. Yeah. Uh, so as we've been alluding to, I ran a D&D game um, for some mates, and um, my mom said I had to invite Catherine and Charles. <laughs> yep, so they came along. Uh, Catherine was my co-DM and was helping I, um, me trying to kill the players.
1: I'm also well known for some reason for having excellent dice rolls, which means that this particular group has grown to dread me <laughs> arriving.
2: It was kind of hateful. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, in a friendly way, kind of.
0: You mean mm. Catherine's uh, affection towards the players mm. or their fear of her is hateful? Their their fear of her. Okay.
1: Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I showed up in a dress wearing skulls and a scarf wearing skulls saying, like, don't – don't think that you're going to have an easy time this this session.
2: <laughs> your so, clothes, your clothes definitely pop the vibe. Uh, their fear is
1: somewhat justified.
2: Yeah, That's and right. they, yeah, they did almost die. So yeah.
1: yeah, there was there was a character that was one dice roll away from having to having to start a new character he um shouldn't have been as careless as he was
0: well that's it and i think they've I, I hope they've learned a valuable lesson either not piss off catherine or maybe help your teammates out but there was a point where he was grabbing the player's handbook going well i better i guess i better start up a new character yeah. um and uh charles got to join in the fun as a little goblin that they had captured and had been sort of uh using as a prisoner and as a, a font of inspiration and levity and uh Charles took over this character and broke free and just sort of made their lives more difficult which uh I think worked really well. Yeah
2: I had a great time. Uh, I helped a little I helped a little stabbed some berserker and then yeah. I got out of there when, yeah, then when I when I've stolen place. enough. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> correct so Charles is hopefully going to be a recurring villain uh possibly in the podcast uh oh sorry not in the podcast in the in the game but you'll have to listen to the podcast uh to find out how that goes so the other thing i did uh this week is i was a special guest on a podcast uh i was a guest on bitstorm podcast which is another aussie podcast um and with i was invited on by tro and we chatted about games we kind of made up games based on random words um and so that was a lot of fun and so i got to you know be part of an actual professional podcast <laughs> oh,
2: oh. not the slapdash like yeah, half-assed game that this fine. is Yep, that's fine
0: i see what you see what you're saying there dan yeah, this is your podcast dan yeah. <laughs> so, that's right uh, you? having said that um of course your top priority should always be to listen to game club but if you're looking for something else maybe just listen to the episode that i'm on Uh, and then if you like it from there, you know, listen to the rest, but make sure you check out the one with me on it first. Uh, so I can get, I can point to that and say, Hey, look, I, I'm, I'm popular too.
2: Mm. I'm, I'm really excited about listening to that. I can't believe you managed to convince someone to let you on another person's podcast. So yeah. Fun times. I'm going to go find my
1: own podcast to be a guest on.
2: Right. (laughs) Let's do it, Gavin. Let's find our own (laughs) (laughs) own podcast. Let's make a podcast without Dan and call it the no damn (laughs) (laughs) podcast.
0: Charles and Catherine's (laughs) no damn podcast. Or no Dan's podcast. And so yeah, you, we'll have You one have to Dan. get a different Dan, but you can only have one. I
2: know another Dan.
0: We're set. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's it for me. Mm, lovely. So I think it's about time to jump into the news. <gasps> no
2: news. Oh, Catherine, that's when you go news. Yeah, right? You did it last week. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Can we do it again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you hate me Catherine? Why do you hate me?
1: Oh wait was I had to do it as well? Yeah, no I
2: no yeah. moving on I don't, I don't even want to talk about it.
0: So my, I'm, I'm gonna go first because uh, everyone knows that I love talking about esports uh, and I'm, I'm just so into sports and esports now I actually watched a, a fight uh, like a, a, a people punching each other fight at a bar today and it was kind of interesting it was a, it was an interesting atmosphere i don't really go in for that kind of stuff, but having a couple of beers with friends and, and watching a, a competitive thing on the um, the bar's television while you're eating a palmer and having a <laughs> cider turns out as a really fun experience. Um, I don't know who
1: you are anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it's fun.
2: I think you're lying to make them feel better. Well, I also
0: think
1: it's a lie.
0: <laughs> my news ties into it because there is a new bar popping up in Melbourne called GGEZ. Um, which is really? going to be Australia's first esports bar. Mm. Uh, so it's essentially going to be a sports bar like these ones that watch loser sports like AFL and rugby and curling, but it's, it's so- going to be. Soccer. Yeah but it's uh just going to be purely for esports. So there's not going to be any games to play there. Hopefully no pokies, although, you know, maybe a palmer, um, and a burger and things like that. And uh beers while well, you watch esports if that's your thing, which is my thing. So I think it's going sounds pretty cool.
2: It is your thing. And it's in the city. So I won't have to travel to Mordialic uh, to have a beer with you. So that's exciting. Yeah, let right. Let's do it. We'll go it's to the opening. Show.
0: <gasps> we could be spoiling I'm a big fan
1: of the atmosphere aspect like that. That is a thing I remember from, um, you know, watching League at PAX and things. I was like, wow, this I have no idea what's going on, but I'm very excited that someone has just gone into some sort of area and is maybe killing someone. I'm not sure.
2: It's the hype. It's it's the hype. You're there for the hype, which is what Dan experienced today in a bar with normal people. Uh, It's Mm. it's the hype and the excitement, uh, and it's just nice to be able to feel that for something that isn't men punching each other in the face.
0: Yeah, all women. Uh, They they had a female fight too. It was just like, I'm I'm scared just just too much too much i'm not sure alliance. if i'd enjoy that more or less but mm. yeah. yeah me <laughs> mm-hmm. me neither <laughs> uh, so when they, i think that lands in august late august so we'll uh we'll have to head up to i think it's in queen street so we'll head there and yep check it out sounds good
1: And then so my Nerd Week news is that um, Zero Latency, which is a uh, Melbourne-based kind of VR company that's pretty well known, they have um, this big setup with a warehouse where you go and play a zombie game, is opening a free roam VR area in Brisbane.
2: I Um, saw that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I I guess I just find it – they've been going incredibly well. So they've actually been opening up – I don't know if they're franchising it or what the go is, but they have expanded out to – various different countries I'm pretty sure they have an outpost in Singapore now and I think they were looking at America so they're clearly going super well um and I love the idea of a free roam VR area because it's kind of I guess there are two ways of solving the VR um you know the square problem which is when you're doing it at home and you're like cool well I've got this two by two meter area to fight aliens so and the game is constantly kind of finding ways to make excuses for the fact that you can't move. It's like, oh, you can mm. teleport or, oh, you're trapped on, like, the top of a tower or whatever. And there's two solutions, one of which is a full 360 rig where you can walk in any direction and you're kind of in a harness. And Those look other awkward is, as
2: and probably cost they, a fortune.
1: They do. I guess they're more – I mean, they definitely do at the moment. I'm kind of thinking more in the future. Eventually that might be how, you know, the dream of me playing – Wow, or whatever its equivalent in twenty years is at home. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: or they then, just put it like or, implant into your brain.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yep. that's the ultimate yep. dream. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then right. there's there's this solution, which is basically just having a giant free roam area where you can wander around and do what you want. And I think it sounds amazing. So um, very cool. Yeah, I. I just, I want to go to there and I'm a little bit sad that it's not in Melbourne because that's where they were founded and I feel like this is maybe betraying Melbourne, but that's
2: okay. Yeah, we've, we've been ripped off and look, it's in Queensland yeah. and we all know how we feel about Queensland, so it makes positive. me a bit, no, makes yeah. me a bit sour. Uh, that's all right. I, I find myself in Brisbane every now and again, so maybe I'll go and take pictures Thanks, Charles, and great. mock you. That's perfect. Yep. yep. <laughs> Pleasure.
0: Yeah. I hope you trip over while you're stuck in a VR world and break your face. And, I was say, and never it's escape.
1: VR uh, ghost. Yeah.
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fall into the VR world. Never to escape. Although speaking of VR, I, like I want to play Star Trek Bridge Crew with you guys. Oh, I want to play. Can...
2: that so bad, Daniel. Yes, so bad. Is it on PC or only PS4? Because obviously we can't all buy PS4s.
0: I think it's on both. Um, <laughs> we can't all sell the PS4 that we own
2: to buy a and then Switch. buy another. But imagine, then buy another PS4. Correct.
0: Imagine the next level of that, where it's you're in you're playing Bridge Crew, but then you know the captain yells, "Charles, get to the engineering," and you actually have to ah. run through the warehouse, you Ah, know, to the turbo lift and then to the engineering room to fix the thing. Uh, I think that would be incredible. It would blow my mind.
1: Like like once you've played games like that, I don't know that you'd be ever, ever able to go back. Um, yeah,
2: but it's not just to anything that quite- pretends yeah. to be immersive. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> or to your significant other, you'd just be like,
2: <laughs> 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 "Real life You're would hold no my meaning girl. <laughs> uh, not, my the, daddy, not the not the girl that I spent two hours with in a warehouse. Um, <laughs> how do they solve the issue of the VR headset, like the computer attached to it? Are they backpacks?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, they're backpacks. Um, okay. And I mean, you still can't play it for you know hours at a time without feeling sick. Is my understanding? Obviously, your mileage varies depending on what your kind of vr tolerance is like yep. um but yeah there are backpacks and um and it actually ties into i was watching uh all the comic con trailers which i won't kind of talk about too much because people you know sometimes spoilers and things but um ready player one is based on a very well-known uh, yeah. book about vr i was really disappointed by the trailer it's hard Not to really. see if that's because of like how it was cut and things yeah it just it it didn't quite land for me and there was voiceover in the trailer, which I also absolutely despise. Um, <laughs> but that will be a really interesting film because it's, it's basically, I think it'll tip VR into the consciousness of yeah, kind mainstream of mainstream. It a yeah. Because yeah. um, it's a very popular book, but the, the film is Steven Spielberg's next big film. So it will yep. be, yep. it will be everywhere.
2: amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like, I'll go watch it no matter what. Uh, I yep. obviously haven't watched the trailer because I don't watch the trailers, movies I'm going to see like Dan. Um, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll go see that. It'll be great. And if it's not, it'll still be great. Yeah.
1: Um, and it's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the rights, the rights would have been a nightmare because it's like, you know, you have various different properties from the kind of 80s, 90s and 2000s all in this VR world. And I was just staring at it as someone that, you know, works in film and TV and was like, so they would have had a full-time team of copyright lawyers just figuring out what they can use and what they can't and getting permissions and things like, yeah. It it looks amazing um, in that sense, but yeah, as I said, the trailer didn't quite land for me. But I'll I'll still go see it. So
2: hmm. mm. very right. good. All right, uh, my news week. So news article that I've chosen to talk about is about Roombas or oh, Roombas Roombas. <laughs> uh, essentially, if you don't know what a Roomba is, it's a, a kind of a, the the best brand of Mechanical vacuum cleaner, uh, robot vacuum, I guess. Uh, little discs that uh, they float around your floor or drive around, I guess, floating would be cool. Uh, and it's they the vacuum, vacuum for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a robot vacuum. Uh, and they're awesome and cats sit on them and everyone thinks they're adorable because they're, they're tiny little robots that clean for you. Turns out they're not so adorable. <gasps> and they're, they're collecting data about your house, including yes. what dirt is in what areas. Uh, and they have little cameras on them, and they're spying on you. And then the CEO came out and said he was going to sell that data to other companies. Oh, uh, pe- <laughs> Jesus. <Jeez. Yeah. laughs> and people got upset I mean, that's because, yeah. they're right? Like, why would you tell them? You'd yeah. do it secretly like Facebook. That's fine, as long as I don't know about it. But, yeah, he's come out and he said, I'm going to sell the data on all of your homes <laughs> to third party wow. companies. <laughs> Since then, they've, they've tweeted uh, a Not an apology, a correction. Is that what he meant to say? Was that he would give away some of this data for free and only with permission?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's so. So The thing is, if I got a free Roomba, yeah, they can collect all the data they want. Take take all the data they want, but if I'm paying for this thing and it's still spying on you, what the fudge? Uh, It's rude.
1: And that's that's where the difference between Facebook spying and a product spying. Like there was actually a really similar thing where um, a company was storing data on people's usage of their products, which happened to be vibrators, and how long people <laughs> took to finish, and all of that yeah. kind of stuff. And how there amazing. are certain things that, yeah, and there are certain things that people don't necessarily want recorded to the cloud even when it's anonymous
2: yeah. um yeah i just don't understand the idea of a product that you buy recording your data and sharing it with the and like the company well, so then sharing the, it if, if, if they're using it to devil make devil your product, experience yeah. better i understand but and that's the point point. and if they which, tell you they're going to do it fine but ugh, i devil's guess that devil's so is one
1: of the biggest the biggest things that people are yeah. selling yeah. like yeah
0: I want to play devil's advocate as, as someone who works with a lot of data in marketing, uh, and yeah. you know, I'm not defending any of these companies by any means, uh, <laughs> but I just like, like looking at it from a, from a holistic point of view, collecting that data is actually super valuable. Um, mm. It's the selling it that I personally have an issue with uh, as yep. much as you're like, Oh, that's a, that's a violation of my privacy and stuff. I don't want this company knowing it, even if it is anonymous. However, the way that a company can then make better products is by having mm. that data and going, Oh, okay. So the average house size is, you know, our, our customers, the average house size is this, we need to make sure our batteries last this long before charging. Mm. And that works for the Roomba or the vibrators. Um, <laughs> I
2: mean, yeah, I'm, look, I'm okay. I'm sure. okay with them collecting it. Cause we live in a world where you have to, if you want to interact with the digital world, you have to accept a certain level of data collection. Um, it happens yep. on all of our online things that we use. And now, of course, it's coming into items, which people are feeling a little less comfortable about because it's more visible, I guess. Yeah. Um, and the idea of a smart home is that it collects your data and uses it to make your, make your life better. So collect away, that's fine. As long as I see it in a permission slip somewhere and then don't sell it to third party companies, which they're now saying they're not going to because obviously there was a huge backlash against them. But I just love the idea of these tiny, adorable robots that we thought are so cute and fun, just <laughs> spying on us and our children and recording us while we sleep. So that will And that's know, how the I, robots take over. That's how it starts.
1: I almost don't see a huge difference between like like yes Roomba using it personally to improve their product is the idea but it's like it's it's kind of scary in the same way like Roomba having that data or you know MISC other company that sells you know related cleaning products having that data either way my data's out there like, yeah well, I'm, the, I'm uh, the they, scary yeah yeah I'm not saying the that scary they part i right <laughs>
2: yeah
1: um, I'm not saying yeah. they did it the right way. It's and it should be that you know you very clearly knew what you were signing away, and you know honestly, if it was like oh, if you give permission for us to unsell this data, here's a five dollar voucher, I can guarantee that like most people would click yes. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, people just like to be outraged about things, but what's interesting is then what becomes hackable so of course with cars all becoming smart cars and having connections to internet and cloud and blah 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 people are able to hack your car and crash it into a tree uh in this sense people are able to now hack your vacuum cleaner and use it to watch you um so it's it's smart i've At the moment, I don't see the point of a smart home. I don't care if I can turn my lights on with my phone uh, and I don't need to preheat the heater. I'll be cold for five minutes when I get home before the heater kicks in. Uh, I'd prefer that than someone be able to essentially take over my house uh, and mess with my shit if they decide to. Because the only thing stopping them... I
0: respectfully disagree. Yeah, okay. Because I want to live in a world where I have a Jarvis (laughs) <laughs> um, and I want to come home and it'll be like hello master Ryan welcome home you know oh, that's the, creepy
1: just saying it
0: the lights are on <laughs> the the, uh-huh. the bed is warm time to do nothing and lying in bed yep, yeah good that's safe I don't know I think I think I mean yeah cybersecurity obviously is a huge concern uh and companies need to do a lot more to beef up their security but that's always going to be a problem and I think Convenience is king. Uh, companies aren't going to stop creating this kind of stuff. And once, no. like, it's like having a smartphone, Charles. You were like, oh, I'm never going to need all this crazy stuff. Uh, iPad. I was you-
2: convinced I never would need an iPad. Convinced. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and now that yep. you have one, it is essential and you would lose your mind if you didn't have one anymore. I mean,
2: I wouldn't. iPad, I could live without. A smartphone, phone, I definitely though. could not live yeah. without. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just couldn't do it.
1: I think, um, I mean, I think now I, I respectfully disagree with some aspects of what Daniel said, which is that... Don't have now, to be respectful
2: on this podcast. You're just like, you're full of shit, Dan. Here's why. Come on, people. Come on. It's um,
0: a trend of, of being respectful. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I think now things are more hackable than they will be in the future because companies don't realize how seriously they have to take it. So like using the smart car example, because yep. I actually did some research on this because I was writing a film about a smart car that gets hacked and it's like... The worst case of it was um, someone that wrote about it in a Wired article where um, he told some hackers to hack his very specific model of Jeep, a 2015. Um, it's like smart car Jeep, and they were able to um, get his horn going, change his radio station, flash pictures of themselves up on the screen, uh, cut his brakes, and move his wheel while <laughs> he's on the highway. I mean, that's with permission, um, but obviously, kind of showed the extent to which they could damage things. Mm-hmm. I don't think if you want the general populace to be comfortable with smart cars and self-driving cars, companies will have entire divisions devoted to it. And at the moment, yep. they just don't. So I think no, now I is is weirdly more dangerous than it will be in 10 years because like in 10 years, the idea that someone could hack your car will be like, you know, it'll be a crime for example. Whereas right now it's it's not a crime because no one, like the people that can do it are in such a small subset and there are such a small amount of cars on the roads that can be hacked. But in 10 years that won't be the case.
0: Mm. I still think it's a crime. I think it it's just, 100% it's a crime. A crime. <laughs> it is 100% a crime.
1: No, but no, like, can you point me to someone that's been prosecuted for hacking a smart car? Because I sure can't like,
2: well, no, just because no one's been persecuted does not mean it's a crime to hack someone's car.
1: Oh, no, no. Not saying it's, it's not a crime, but more that like, no, no one's aware you, of those it are the knows, exact words okay. you said. I feel
2: if we rewound. <laughs> they'll, they'll ah, got you so good. Saying,
1: they'll bring in legislation <laughs> saying specifically that it's illegal is more my point. Like, Correct.
2: It'll be a thing. Yep. It'll happen. Someone will die it'll become a giant yeah, thing exactly. So yes uh, interesting. Good yeah, yeah. That's, cool. that's it so I think that's r- the big. whole the whole rounding up is that don't trust your vacuum cleaner.
0: Yeah basically or, or your car yeah. tape over its <laughs> little uh, camera lens yeah, yeah. <laughs> tape
2: up your vacuum cleaner. excellent
0: yeah. done All right and with that we're gonna move on to dream daddy.
2: like he's going to put the music in so you don't
0: sing it (laughs) so this game uh of the week on game club as we mentioned at the top of the show is dream daddy the dad dating simulator uh from the game grumps team uh which you may know from their youtube channel they've got a lot of videos out there Raptor, danny sex bang the whole crew Um, of course. <laughs> have you guys come across <laughs> Game Grumps before?
1: Nope, I've never heard, heard of,
0: of it. I have right, heard of them, go.
1: but wasn't like hadn't watched all this stuff or anything.
0: Yeah, I came across them through Ego videos called Sequelitis, where he talks about sort of the merits of Mega Man and. Mega Man, you know how Mega Man X evolved on the formula or how Majora's Mask wasn't a great Legend of Zelda game and sort of his game analysis on there. And of course, they do lots of Let's Plays and, and things like that as well. And I became a fan of the band Ninja Sex Party, which um, their lead singer is also part of Game Grumps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this game was recommended by our very own Catherine uh, what drew you to this game, Catherine?
1: Well, so I started seeing um, posts on Facebook about it and read the description, a dad dating simulator where you're a dad dating other dads. And was like, and I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the um, term
2: daddy has always been a favorite of yours as well. So course, I feel like that course. was a winner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jeez.
2: <laughs> Getting personal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, honestly, I I just saw it and was like, that is genius. I I'm, want to play this immediately. And then it kind of has ended up working out really well in the sense of it has become a legit phenomenon. Um, mm. It is the number one game on Steam at the moment. It is it? is no. Yeah. Yeah. It is 100%. It's the number one game on Steam. Right. Um, and it is so I'm, a, I'm on a bunch of meme pages uh, a few of which are called a, kind of like like wholesome memes and things like that um, it is all over those pages that are not gaming specific so um, screenshots of like nice things when the dad like makes a nice cake for his daughter and stuff and is it's just it's legit reached a level that a small indie game does not normally come to um, mm. yeah so I'm, I'm really glad that my choice was validated because it would have been really lame otherwise. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's crazy that the two sort of most popular games on Steam are almost on opposite ends of the spectrum. We've got PUBG on one end, which is a semi-realistic shooting game, mm-hmm. um, battle royale style, and then on the other end, we've got a essentially a point and click or a dialogue adventure uh, where you you're a dad and you got to take care of your daughter Amanda Panda, and uh, you know maybe go on some dates with some daddies if that's what you're if that's what you're keen for and spoiler it is what you're keen for you should, it it's you super what you're keen for
2: <laughs> the hint is the character creation you very quickly work out that is what you're keen for so it was yep. great yeah
1: um yeah so i mean shall we shall we talk about how you guys felt playing it
2: yeah so it started off with character creation Uh, you get to choose what kind of daddy you're going to make, whether it be a kind of buff daddy or a rotund daddy or, you know, kind of small and muscly. So I went with kind of small and weedy uh, because that's, you know, it's more true to life. Uh, And I was able to wear glasses and I was able to wear this really nice kind of pink and purple cat shirt. Uh, And I was looking for something a little less flamboyant to wear. Uh, It did not exist. (laughs) Wrong game, wrong game. So it it definitely... goes all out and lets you know kind of what it's about from the start through the character creation, uh, and then you jump in. But interestingly, the whole theme was quite subtle, I guess, is how I'd describe Mm. it. So, you jump in, and the story is really about you and your daughter uh, moving to this new town and her struggles at school uh, and with her friends and you supporting her and then having a bit of a social life on the side.
0: Uh, I want to jump in here because we talked about this at the top of the show. Uh, I'm in the camp that it's not necessarily a New Town. It's like a new. It's like on the other side of town, maybe. <laughs> right? So I, you're on my side.
2: You're on Tasha. She Charles. goes
0: to. The, she's still. I going just don't to the know that it's school. that important. Same like school,
1: Catherine. Same bit. school. Sure. Okay. Fine. It's the same town. I do not care enough.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Bay, Eat your words. A, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Also, the American schools and American suburbs and towns are all very weird. But uh, so you move to Ma- Maple Bay, isn't it? I think it's got yep. a bit of sure. Canadian flavor. Yep. Sounds about right. Mm. Um, and yeah, as you said, it's it, the main focus does seem to be looking after your daughter, which when you think about it for a moment, of course, makes sense. Because as a daddy, your priority should be your daughter, making sure she's doing well at school. She's going to go off to college next year. Um but you get the opportunity to occasionally go on dates. Although I was really unclear on what my daddy did as a profession. (laughs) Right. I I want to talk about that a little later on. Um, (laughs) Uh, And
1: and also I think um, a big part of it that I really liked was that yeah the focus was on your daughter and your family and also that you got a little hint of backstory that your your character had a partner that had passed away and how that affected Amanda your daughter and and just you know basically then the challenges of jumping back into the dating pool um which again it wasn't it wasn't a huge huge part of the story but it was just enough it was part of what made the game so um kind of the character so beautifully drawn I thought
0: Mm. And the art, the art in this game is really good. Yeah, the art's the art's nice, it's all kind
2: of hand drawn uh, artwork, and all the different areas you can go to, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But jumping into the dating pool was an interesting one. So the vibe I got from it was that it's not even really jumping into the dating pool. You're kind of just meeting these people and socializing, kind of coming out of your shell a little and actually hanging out with people. Because I mean they're not specifically dates. You're going and playing mini golf with a guy and his younger daughter and maybe it progresses from there. And I guess as you go on more dates, it gets more date like. But it's really just socializing. And that was kind of wholesome and lovely.
1: It is it is also interesting though in terms of like, you know, not to get on my high horse, but reverse the genders or like not even reverse the genders, but say that it was a single woman whose husband had passed away. And then there were all these attractive dads around that you were hanging out with. The assumption will be like, yeah, maybe we're hanging out as friends, but look, you know, hopefully it will turn into something more. And I think in many ways it kind of playing it as a gay or bi dad, it's kind of never specified, although he can like the partner that passed away can be a man or a woman um, mm. that wants to, yeah, meet other dads and make friends, but also might like to, you know, go out on a date with them is like legitimately, yeah, it's I think it speaks to how we assume that guys hanging out with guys is always friendship. And of course, sometimes it's dates. Like
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I agree to, to up to a point. And especially if it was in a game like this, especially if it's a, called a, dating simulator and yeah. oh, I'm going to go join this girl on us at a softball match um yeah I don't know I still probably wouldn't consider that a date I spent a lot of time with with my buddy Craig uh, and those well <laughs> we should we should talk about the dads we should talk about yeah, dads let's stuff. get into the dads yeah uh so we got um Matt Seller the cool dad yep. he's the barista the cool barista guy who's so into cool. music used to be in a band um yeah. We got Joseph Christensen, who's a cool (laughs) youth (laughs) man.
2: They really went hard. And his kids were like Christy and Chris and like just, oh, yeah, they were not (laughs) subtle.
0: Uh, We got Brian Harding, the rival dad and the great outdoorsman.
2: Loved the relationship between you and Brian uh, and the competitiveness. uh, And he's just so good at everything. Jerk.
0: There was uh, Hugo Vega, who is the teacher dad.
2: Yeah, he was pretty dreamy. Hey, Catherine, who's your, who was your favourite daddy? It, it was, was it,
1: Hugo. Well, no, was it Hugo? It, so it depends. Are we talking the daddy I want to date or the daddy that I ended up <laughs> The daddy with? you want
0: to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's it.
1: Well, the daddy I want to be is obviously goth daddy. So,
0: so the goth daddy <laughs> is uh, Damien Bloodmarch uh, who dresses like a Victorian-era vampire. <laughs> yep. yep. Yep, that's what he does. <laughs> uh, and then there was Craig uh, Kant, I think. Uh, and he's sort of the fitness daddy. Uh, I think that's... Oh, and there was the, the last guy who I Robert? never really spoke too much. Robert, Yeah. Robert. The bad daddy. <laughs> the naughty daddy. Yeah. Right. right. Daddy.
2: The bad daddy. So, my first... We'll start with Robert. So, my interactions with Robert were very slim. Instantly, I'm like, I don't like this guy. Like, he just rubs me the wrong way. Because I'm not out there for a bad boy because I'm a man. I don't want a bad boy. That doesn't so appeal I- to me at all.
1: I got the achievement for sleeping with Robert the first night I met him.
2: <laughs> nice. And <laughs> oh, and
1: I was like, oh, so you're not meant to do that, huh? <laughs> the,
2: the second he invited me into his home, it's like, no, that's not who I am, Robert. That's not what I'm about. I'm here for yeah, love. just
0: because we bonded over sports. <laughs>
1: my, yeah. my daddy hadn't been late in a while.
2: <laughs> well, that's fair. Okay. Your daddy had priorities. <laughs> yeah. need to make it work. Good for you. Yep. You did you. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: So Robert's an interesting one. Um, I I kind of want to flag that we might that we're talking about spoilers a little bit here now. Um, mm-hmm. so Robert's Robert has a bad ending and a good ending. I actually didn't get to the good ending. I tried to go on some dates with Robert because obviously we'd had a connection <laughs> when we met at the bar. The <laughs> That's what you want day, to call it. I messaged him on Dad Book, and he just didn't reply.
2: <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love that a dating um, game actually has an option where it's you just being like stood up and just hardballed. Yeah, I
1: was like, yeah. well, this feels a lot like real life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just just you brutal. You
0: dating sports game <laughs> you drink, you go home with him on the first night, and then yeah, there's nothing that, from Nothing,
1: exactly. <laughs> and then the second time... I messaged him, and you, you know, you only get three dates. I messaged him on Dad Book, and um, and he didn't reply for a while. I cleaned the house, and then um, and then he sent me a message at like three AM saying like, "You up? And you could you had the option to go <laughs> over to his house or not."
2: <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> just like, a booty call, just a three AM no. booty call.
1: I, I said no. I was like, "My dad is better than this."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you stood He's up for yourself. He's been
1: rejected enough.
2: He's had a hard enough Um, time Yeah But I did look
1: up I did look up the endings For Robert And also Joseph Um, So this is This is where spoilers come in If you're interested But um, So Robert's ending Is actually him saying uh, Like that he's not ready to date right now, that he needs to work on himself a lot more. Like this is if you've actually connected with him and there are a Mm. couple of other interactions you could have with him um, on other dad's dates where he sometimes turned up. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was him saying, yeah, I'm not in a good place and you seem great, but like I actually need to work on my shit a bit, which I thought was really interesting. Mm. And then Joseph, who was the kind of the Christian dad – Yeah, I was really interested
2: to know where that would go because I went on the first date with him, which is like his wife's around and it's weird and you're baking cookies and his kids are everywhere. Where where does that go?
1: Um, So, it's similar to Robert's in terms of it's him basically saying that he has to work through things properly. Um, Like Mm. there's no – I think it's interesting in that especially with gaming, we're kind of taught that, you know, you can always win. And the yeah. the winning, the winning options for um, Robert are him working on himself, and with Joseph, it's um, it's him staying with Mary and huh. and him kind of working on his stuff with her, and may or may not stay with her. And I thought that was a really bold choice for the game to make, and the right choice, but it also irked me because I wanted to win. So
0: mm, <laughs> yeah, is one I'm hearing. what? Sorry. So you're the problem. I am the in, problem. With games going like, oh, yeah, you know, do the right combination, enter the Konami code, and you get all the sex.
1: Yeah, you get yep. all of the winning.
2: Yep. Yeah. I, I was really winning. interested in how the game ended, so I picked Hugo. Hugo was the daddy <laughs> that I was most interested in because he's, you know, he's smart, he's dreamy. Uh, yep. I mean, he's got a little bow tie. got a little bow tie. He's a teacher. I, I ended Everything. up with
1: Hugo, so, you know. Yep.
2: But interestingly, Catherine and my Hugo endings were a little different. So the whole, the whole, you know, gay thing, uh, is new to me uh, in that I haven't played a gay dating game before because, frankly, they might not really exist. There's, there's got to be some out there, but certainly yeah, there nothing you in the played mainstream a dating
0: sim before.
2: I'm- no, no, stable. I haven't. Oh, maybe when I was 13 and I thought I was going to see some digital. <laughs> are we boobs calling
0: those and- dating sims, or? <laughs>
2: yeah, those were those were different. So, no, I hadn't played dating sim before. Uh, so, I this was new to me, and I was really making myself quite vulnerable. It was late at night. <laughs> I drank quite a lot of wine to get myself in the mood of being. A daddy with other daddies, and look, Hugo and I went to a wrestling match. We had a we had a lovely night together. It ended quite saucily, uh, and then the next day, we're <laughs> at a party that I'm throwing for my daughter, and Hugo's there, and I'm like, okay, I've I've won, you know, that's that's the game. I romance my daddy. I slept with him, so I, there's an option, and it's you go to hold Hugo's hand because the romance has won, and he goes, oh, I don't really see you like that. I just see you as a friend. Uh, and that was just savage, and i like, <laughs> I was wounded. Uh, I was really shut down. I, I was emotionally invested. I was ready, and it was just the worst thing that's ever happened to me. So that was my that was my daddy that <laughs> I that again. I took all the way. Never again. I won't be burned again.
1: So it's similar uh, to the so Robert the Robert experience for me. <laughs>
2: yep. So this game yep. is really interesting. I did not see it coming. That that was probably the best bit. It was that it was quite shocking. I'm like. Wow, I just got I just got friend zoned in a dating game. Um, okay, yeah. fine. That's how that's going to be. <laughs> yeah, you know, and uh, then you burn your computer. <laughs> yeah, clearly because I did rubbish on the dates. Um, I got oh, that's okay. We'll, we'll get date. into yeah, we'll get into that a little yeah, later. We
0: didn't really mention that uh, at the end of each date you get a uh, you get a date ranking, um, mm. and it's that sort of game style ranking where S is the best, and then it's A, B, C. I assume there's lower than that. I never They're saw C lower days. than an A. Yeah. Um, I got a C once. Oh. Oh. Yep. Uh, That's I why holding to... hands didn't work. Oh. I went on a date with Matt. What did he uh, do?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, we'll get we'll so get into that. We'll get into story. the mini game soon. Catherine? Yeah, go down. Hit us. Yeah.
0: Uh, I went on a date with Matt, the cool dad. We went to a concert and it was really really interesting how um, I mean some of the choices you make obviously make the date better or worse depending on how you interact. Um, but some of the stuff that comes out is stuff you don't really see handled at all or even well in games like Matt talks to you and says like yeah everyone everyone's like oh hey Matt yeah it's the Matt guy he's so cool everyone loves him you know he's, he's everyone's best friend but then he sort of confides in you that he's actually gets really anxious around people and gets really worried about what to say and that it's you know hey it's really cool to hang out with you because you and him see, seem to talk so naturally together, and uh, it was just sort of an, uh, an angle of anxiety um, or fear of social in, uh, situations that I hadn't seen handled in games very subtly before, yeah. and I thought that was a really cool uh, thing by the writers. Mm.
2: Yeah, the characters were a little not you know overly, but they were a little complex and mm. were their own kind of people and consistency, I guess. So is what they had within the characters. So that was that was impressive. Yeah,
1: it's. I mean, Similarly, I read-
2: run- Oh,
0: sorry. Go
1: ahead. I, I read an interview with the creators where they actually explained why you couldn't get the quote-unquote good endings for um, Robert and Joseph, where mm. they said that a lot of dating sims make your feelings paramount. So, like, you can you can break up a relationship or, like, it's all about you and how well someone else fits with you, whereas what they tried to do was be like, everyone you're dating has their own thoughts and feelings and wants and desires. Um, mm. So, you know, you do have to consider how well you're matched, but also that... You know, for someone, their kids might be the priority at the moment.
0: Hmm. I ended up going on the full three dates with my boy, Craig.
2: Your boy, um, Craig, which is such a fascinating choice. Yeah. Uh, instantly, I saw Craig. I'm like, Craig is not for me. I will never go no. out with Craig. He's sporty. He's fit. Well, and maybe that's what appeals to you, Dan. Interesting. interesting yeah, think,
0: not even just that, but um, I think as well, it was like, oh, hey, he's my friend. Uh, well, you', you You old college buddies. He calls you bro a lot, which is not really my jam, but uh, I guess that's sort of, he hasn't grown out of that, but he's grown out of everything else. He's no longer keg stand Craig. You know, he's (laughs) going to get, he's getting fit. He's teaching his twins, his daughters, uh, softball games and stuff. And um, all the dates are sort of fitness related to begin with. Um, So it's like, oh, you go to the gym together or you go hiking together and I thought that was kind of cool and it also has that extra layer where you find out that uh, sort of at the end of the second date he's just really highly strung because he's pulling himself at a 100 angles for his baby, for his two daughters um, you know, and putting them first in everything he never gets any time for himself and he's worried that if he just relaxes he'll go back into the pizza eating beer slob that he used to be um, and it was like a lovely w- Vulnerable moment, and of Aww. course, he's probably he's got the best abs and a great butt, <laughs> so that was no brainer.
2: Yep, wow. you had your priorities, good to see. Yeah, that's fine. I
0: specifically, that's fine. a choice that was like, uh, look at Craig's butt or don't look at Craig's butt, and I was just like, that's not even a choice. <laughs> but <laughs> so, did, did
2: think- he have a wife with kids with these kids, or was, no, they was they he a single dad by this stage? They were, separated. They, were separated. they were separated, okay, sure, yeah, yeah. So it was only the um, Christensen guy that was a little confused.
1: That had the wife, yeah. The yeah, um yeah. I guess what I what I thought was great is like one, there was a huge amount of diversity in terms of not only the dads you could date, but the dads you could create yourself as. <laughs> and I also I just found it really interesting. So one of the things for me was that I was so fascinated by how you guys would react to this game because obviously it's a, it's a game where men are sexualized and you're a man. So there's kind of two aspects that, you know, and a gay man that aren't things that you traditionally see in video games. And it reminded me of how I felt um, playing God of War 1, I think when Mm -hmm. I I started playing and there's this sex scene where you pretty much have to move the controller at the (laughs) right time and press the right button. And it's kind of all slightly off screen, but like it's like two goddess kind of women things. So you basically, it's making you control the game, having a threesome. And I just went, I didn't even think twice about that moment because I'm so used to games being from. Because you want to win, obviously. Yeah, well, that too,
0: but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. One of the good ending. Yeah, the happy obviously. ending, if you will.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm so used to playing games from a straight male perspective, and it's why there were mm. like when you play Mass Effect, and there's a lot more choice, and some of the Dragon Age games that had more choice in terms of who who you could date and be with. It's like, well, that's actually really. If, if there's going to be a romance option, which obviously there doesn't have to be in every game, I want it to be the option of me um, – oh, I want there to be a variety of options, not just you can only romance the girl because you're the boy. Like, yep. that doesn't really interest me.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I like yeah. the idea as well of it shouldn't all, it shouldn't just be you should be able to romance anyone because what well, this game does really well and some of the Mass Effect games uh, tackle and, as you said, Dragon Age, they say, well – no, um, thank you for, you know, it's very flattering, but I'm not interested in you mm. because you're not my type, for example. Yeah. Uh, I know the latest Dragon Age game, I think, had that where one of the, uh, I think, like, the elf was a lesbian. She's like, oh, you know, you romance option. And then she's like, oh, yeah, no, that's that's not my jam. <laughs> um, and, and this game delves deeper into that, as you were saying, where it takes their circumstances and their wants and their hierarchy of needs into account when it gives you that kind of end end result. Yeah. Mm.
2: And, uh, I, and, and I think that's really interesting for a dating game because I was looking at a few other dating games uh, out there. Like I, I looked up, you know, top 10 ra- dating games, et cetera, et cetera. And from the artwork that is on the dating games, you get the gist that that choice and that kind of intrinsic feeling and ability of rejection doesn't exist within anything else that's out there, which a lot of it just looks like essentially romancing and sleeping with as many women as you kind of can uh so yeah i just it was really clever and different and you know unique i guess in the way it handled and so dating. many
1: puns so many yes yeah, so the, the
2: writing the writing was the thing that was my favorite so you know the the romance aside i mean that was that was part of the game and it's what you were there for. it's the point of the game but it's not exactly what i enjoyed it was the writing and the humor mm and that I really connected with. And I think that's why I was so okay with playing the game and able to get into it and put myself in the shoes of this daddy because, was because the writing was so clever that it really appealed to me and uh, and relaxed you and made you kind of get involved with it. Uh, you would have appreciated that, I'm sure, Catherine.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I mean, I think... I'm pretty used to playing from a male perspective. And so I I was fine with that. And then I was super fine with, you know, trying to hit on attractive daddies. But the writing, it was just like your daughter's struggle of going away to college and her friends kind of drifting away from her. And that stuff was, I mean, as you say, there's the big barbecue at the end. And the, you know, the highlight of it or the finale of it was your daughter saying what a good dad you were. It wasn't anything Mm. to do with the romance
2: story. Yeah, that was just like a little aside at the end there, which is really interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I mean, I, I look at it. the
0: achievements. I think there's a way to mess that up. Like if you're too overbearing or if you're a shitty daddy. Yeah. There you go. Mm.
2: Yeah. For you me, sort of I found, yeah, I found I wasn't able to be harsh enough as a dad,
0: uh, which very is interesting. You're a very disciplined dad, aren't you?
2: Well, I mean, it's a little hard to be overly disciplined with an 18-month-year-old. No, that is not how you eat your broccoli. I mean, you've you've
0: taught classes with kids, and you're you're very strict.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I've run a Minecraft class before, and the children both feared, respected, and loved me, and I ruled with an iron fist. Uh, And I had the chair of shame, and if they misbehaved, they would go out to the chair of shame, and all the other kids would chant chair of shame, and they would sit there (laughs) until I had deemed that they had paid out their punishment uh so yes i'm quite strict uh with the way that i handle children and for me it was like so the the there's a lot of dialogue in the game and at one point um your daughter's going out to a party but i just found out through hugo that she hadn't she had some assignments that she hadn't handed in and i'm there thinking and you couldn't say no to her going to the party and i'm there thinking if my daughter had assignments that she hadn't handed in at school and she thought she was going out to a party, uh, I would very quickly re-educate her. So it would have been nice for a few more options. I think the writing while really complex and nice and it had its really humorous moments and it's, it's heart touching moments, t- heart touching, heartwarming moments. There was touching of hearts. Yep. Yeah. Um, it would have been nice to also have been a bit more strict. Uh, or a different kind of dad, <laughs> so as you opposed wanted to mean meaner dad. daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I wanted my daddy to be mean.
0: I'm on yeah. board with Charles in this one. I um, I actually had some bugs in the game, so I would like load a save and try again. Um, there was one where I was on a date with Craig and we ran into the Chris twins, mm. the, the creepy children of the corn twins. That was in the excellent. They were so yeah. great. And we stopped, they, they were cutting up his, uh, Craig's <laughs> baby's, um, doll or something. Oh, and, um, yeah, his, his stuffed animal and we rescued it and stuff. And then I got this glitch where they were on the screen still blinking. These, these, these art things aren't just static, like they mm. blink and, and react occasionally uh for the rest of that date when I went <laughs> home and chatted to my daughter and she was like crying in her room or something and like these blinking like stare- wide-eyed children of the corn twins are staring at me I was oh, like that's I have terrifying. to get rid of this I, ha- oh, I took a couple of screenshots um <laughs> but uh I yeah I, I went back I did a couple of loads tried different um Dialogue options occasionally, and, would, mm. and so you you get a feel for like, oh, okay, this one, uh, it was you'd get it, and you'd hear that bring noise, like that was the right answer, and you'd get mm. all the eggplant emojis. I love the right.
2: eggplant emojis because I only found out like a month or two ago that eggplant emoji meant penis. That
0: is adorable. Uh,
2: I know, right? <laughs> You've been on the Did internet. Did you learn what a
0: peach is? Did you learn <laughs> what the peach means? Is it
2: a butt? It's a yeah. butt. I think it's a butt. Peach yeah, a butt. it's a butt. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I haven't Tindered, so I don't know these emoji it's, it's games. It's
1: just internet, Charles. It's not Tinder. It's just. <laughs>
2: <laughs> On that note, my favorite dad tip. I just want to quickly slide into dad tips. So the humor, the writing. There was a lot of humor in the writing from the dads to the children, to the scenarios that you're in, to the mini games that you play. Uh, and another little humorous aside is dad tips in the loading screens, um, and they're kind of things that, you know, the wisdoms that dad gives. And my favorite was that um, book bookmarks could be saved to the home to the desktop, and I just thought that was <laughs> so wonderful because that really connected with me on my a favorite level.
1: was um was never eat egg sandwiches from service stations i'm like that's a good tip that's a good dad tip
2: <laughs> so wise <laughs> and one of them was like uh the bolts on a tire make sure you tighten them in in a starfish like in a star manner like just the the dad tips were excellent yeah uh, did you have a favorite dad tip dan
0: um use your hips when throwing <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: <that's perfect. laughs> thanks dad <laughs> Yep. Ah, oh, wonderful
0: uh so yeah it was a
2: dad game it was really a dad yep. game and there was some dating in there and that's awesome
1: the, um- i've
0: also I've, I've actually just pulled up a list of all uh well, i don't know if this is all but 92 of the dad tips
2: oh i did not see anywhere close to 92 Uh, A lot of replayability.
0: Charlemagne is the greatest guitar solo ever recorded. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what that is. (laughs) Dad thing is what it is. Classic dad fact.
1: I think so for me, um, obviously I loved the game. Um, I loved it for the writing and the diversity and kind of the messages and all of that. The game aspect, so there were two things that really irked me. One was that the mini games felt very unpolished.
2: They were tacked um, on when Yeah, they
1: were very much yeah. tacked on. Um and I appreciated that that they were there and that yeah. I didn't, you know, want the entire game to be a game, but just they felt like a different game. Um mm. compared to how much polished how polished the rest of it was. The other was that because I read fairly fast, I just that sound, because like the characters would all kind of make sounds that just <gasps> represented <Ooh>. them. <sighs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: it was really annoying because I'd be barring through as soon as I'd read something. It was just constant and I was like, I mean, obviously there was an j- option to turn off sound completely, but sometimes I did want, you know, music and other aspects of Yeah, it. the music and, was, was good. Yeah. So I think it was just like there were little things that basically – it not being polished enough, and I, I know kind of when the game was announced, it had a release date, and they actually ended up pushing it back because they were still working
0: on bugs. So yeah, that I'm, was an
2: interesting choice. A lot oh, yeah. of people were yeah, slightly the outraged the, the about the, the that.
0: Haunted children bug. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> <laughs> Maybe before um, then, haunted children were everywhere. Uh, oh God. Yep.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, I think that was. I'm I'm definitely willing to forgive the game those things, but there were definitely oh, things sure. where I like. I hope that there's a patch that kind of especially updates the um the mini games a little
2: bit.
0: Yeah, and, and the biggest dad's more dates. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that could be a thing. Isn't I mean, interesting. I think
2: there are enough. There are enough. Like you only want to date so many dads before you've had your dad fix. Uh, I, the biggest thing yeah. I guess for this game is that it's tackling uh, an area that hasn't really been touched with western games before. Uh, especially in the mainstream and that's, you know, the fact that gay people go on dates and that gay people maybe want to play games. Uh, and that those two things are relevant. So there was a, there was a little bit of criticism that I read in a couple of reviews that it doesn't really touch on gay culture. But I think they've done that quite purposefully. In that sometimes people are gay and just live a suburban life, uh, and this game kind of yeah. recognizes that, and that's kind of nice.
0: And it can it's probably quite hard. It's a quite hard line to f- to walk when mm. you know to someone. It's like, oh, yeah, that's an accurate representation of my culture. But then to maybe just the suburban daddy is like, well, that's stereotyping. Yeah. Yeah. So I I agree. I think they've purposefully steered away and just gone like his, you know, middle of the road, just everyday stuff. Let's not let's not try and push it in one way or the other. Apart from rival dad, curse him, uh, (laughs) his hiking ways. That minigame was great. The little Pokemon battle one before you get into the real Real Ah, oh, so yeah, clever.
2: Where so, you're battling the children. I loved it. Yeah. I have often <laughs> talked about dressing my child up in a Pokemon outfit and battling against other children also dressed in Pokemon outfits. So that uh that definitely connected with me on a dad level.
0: <laughs> on a dad <laughs> level. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Mm. Um so all in all, pretty good game. Uh the writing, solid. Jokes, solid. Um as you said, there's a couple of little things that could could use tightening, but um all in all, I mean this. It's a really fun experience, and and from what you were saying earlier in the show, Catherine, has become quite popular on yeah. sort of non-gaming things. I think this could be a really interesting entry for people to sort of dip their toe in because um, well, it is light on the actual gameplay.
1: There's a lot of um kind of queer groups and things like that, especially on Tumblr where um, I've seen reactions to Dream Daddy that are people going like, huh, so I've had no interest in gaming up until now, but I will definitely play this game. And I think, yep. yeah, any any game that crosses over in that way can be such a powerful reason for people to get into something. Um, yeah, and I I just think it's a lovely, really sweet, surprisingly wholesome game. Um, mm. I mean, I, it would be interesting to look at what the age rating is because I – there were some scenes where it was described, like, you know, he roughly pushes you against the wall and things like that.
2: Oh, uh, is that Robert? It was probably yes, Robert. Yeah, it's Robert. <laughs> yeah, it's Robert. <laughs> Before he starts replying to touch. my texts. <laughs> yeah, Hugo was all romantic.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of go, well – would i feel comfortable a 15 year old playing this game definitely would i feel comfortable a 12 year old it's mm. probably up to the parents like but then if it was a queer 12 year old like that might be a really formative experience that's very validating so i i just think i I'm not qualified to make that call, but it is something <laughs> no, that's, to be careful that's a, of.
2: That's a parenting call and those yeah. calls exist for everything uh, that's that's you know explicit or violent or et cetera, et cetera. It's a parenting call and it all depends on the kid uh, yeah. and kind of what stage of maturity they're at. So they'll work that out for themselves.
0: My sister took her super young, I'm not, I'm not gonna say how old she is, but quite young, <laughs> just above toddler level. Um, daughter to go see Wonder Woman and it's like okay that's a parenting call that's um, she came out of it going like yeah Wonder Woman punching the air exactly yeah
2: I've got a I've got a mate who took his you know four year old to go see Star Wars and it's like yeah there's there's a whole lot of death and and whatever but the kid loved it so I mean whatever go nuts that's right
0: Yep. So, if you're a daddy or a mummy and you can make that call yourself, um, do you reckon they're going to follow it up with like a mummy simulator? Possibly.
1: I mean, it's interesting. <sighs> yeah, I the know. lesbian
2: thing has such different connotations, um, hmm. whether for right or wrong. I mean, it depends. You'd, ha- you'd have to be super careful with how you deal with it. But, I mean, they've been super careful how they've dealt with this. So, maybe would it be as popular? Maybe. There's possibly a whole lot of repressed mummies out there who have... Ideas of things they'd like to try. Maybe this game would be a little bit of an adventure for them. But I guess we'll just wait and see.
1: It really tied into the dad persona aspect, which isn't something mm. that is as strong for, like, oh, dad jokes and, like, mum jokes are more often – well, mums are more often kind of described as the, you know, the, the one that isn't any fun and isn't, mm. you know – so it's it would be literally harder to make it as a game. And also yeah, I think sure. they would have to have um, at least 50% women making it, which – my impression of the Game Grumps team is not that they're kind of made up that way. So I think, look, if sure. they never made a sequel, I think that would be fine. Yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah. Or Dream what Daddy 2. Is,
2: is yep. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Daddy
1: 2, extra daddy.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> daddy hard. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, that's the name.
1: Shall we go into the quiz to see who is the best daddy?
2: Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, do we game recommendations first or do we quiz? Uh,
0: let's do game recommendations. Okay. Hmm. I think yeah. we all recommend this game in particular. It's a good little fun indie game to play. I think, and it's uh, different.
2: It's really unique, sure. uh, and I, I always encourage people to play unique games that are trying new things, and they should be supported for trying new things because then other people try new things. So yes, I do recommend it.
0: Yeah, we can all we can all do with a bit of different other people's perspectives uh, at all times, everywhere. Uh, but this next game i'm going to recommend might be a perspective you hadn't considered it is a dating sim game uh, it's called hatter full boyfriend and it's where you have to date pigeons
2: <laughs> perfect that sounds like something okay, i've always been looking for game. Yeah.
0: yeah it's, um, are, you, are you a pigeon or are you I, a human i haven't played no i think you're a human of course um so you go to this sort of pigeon school um <laughs> The only human student ever at the St Nations Institute, a school for talented birds.
2: Fascinating. Why pigeons? I feel like pigeons are the least sexy bird. Like eagle. Yeah, like it's, I would fuck it an eagle. But like it's right?
0: actually a, a take on the, uh, the sort of Japanese game where like you're you're the new kid at the school and you're trying to date yeah. all the all the ladies. Yeah. But they're pigeons. Um, and it's there but they're all pigeons and you know there's the there's the bad pigeon and there's like the, the, the cute nice bookworm pigeon and and so on um so yeah and you have to go and find love as a sophomore in high school with these pigeons and obviously it's making fun of all the kind of same tropes and and some of the tropes that appear in uh dream daddy and some of the tropes that they subvert as well so i think um if you liked this you might you might dig how to full boyfriend
2: May do. Uh, And I mean, yeah, Dream Daddy itself was a a parody in in a lot of ways of dating games while at the same time taking itself very seriously Mm. in other ways. I think it walked a fantastic line between making fun of them and being a really legitimate one in and Mm. of itself. So, yeah. Pigeons sounds less like that, but that's okay. I Catherine, would like game to, recommendations.
1: Like to play it though. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't really have a game recommendation in the sense of I guess for me, no, like legitimately, I, I really thought about it and was like, this is so different from any other kind of game I've played um, that I feel like I mean I could pick out dating sims that look interesting, but I, it, I haven't played them, so they might not be mm. suitable. Um, I would recommend going and watching some game grumps videos. Um, and I know they just started a new podcast because um, obviously, you know, that's the team that's behind this game. But yeah, I just, my recommendation is go play dream daddy. Cause I don't think it's like anything else you've played before.
2: Mm. Very much so. Uh, My game recommendation is just another dating sim. So I'm now interested, because I've never played them, to go play another dating sim. I'm going to pick a popular Western one and see how it goes. So Honey Pup is the one that I've kind of discovered online, and it looks a bit more of your kind of... uh, they're obviously females and more of a sexualized kind of dating game. But it, it'll be really interesting comparing it to uh, to how they handled daddies as opposed to your more traditional one. This is Western, though. It's not Japanese, which seemingly most of them are, um, hmm. which says a lot about Western. Japanese culture in and of itself that we won't get onto. But this one specifically is a more Western one. Uh, so I'm going to go play Honey Honeypup uh, and check it out and kind of see what other dating sims are like. And maybe you should do the same. Yeah. Sounds great. Or maybe, or maybe not. We'll find out next time.
0: <laughs> so let's move right on smoothly into the quiz. We'll avoid the pay to win because we're uh, sort of going over time. Uh, we'll avoid the pay to win section <laughs> and go straight into the quiz. Catherine, you've prepared a daddy quiz I have. I,
1: I've prepared a daddy quiz that is a mix of um, dad facts from the game and dad facts from real life. Um, so I know. I know, insane. I'm,
2: I'm excited. Really right. I do
1: have
0: some serious. It's theory. about a date I didn't go on. <laughs> <laughs> Correct.
1: Should have played it more, Dan <laughs>
0: Damn it, Dad. Damn it.
1: Um, so, and it will obviously be first come first served. What are the names of all of the dads?
2: Oh, Craig, uh, Brian, Robert, um, Hugo, <laughs> yeah, Damien. Is it Damien? Yep. Um, geez, I don't know. There's Christian Craig? and Craig. Christian. Craig. How do, we, okay, how do we compete no Christian. with this? There's no
1: Christian. His last name's Christensen.
2: Joseph. Joseph. His name's Joseph.
1: Okay, I feel I'm like i am going to give it to Charles
0: because he yep.
1: got most
2: of those.
0: And Dan I'm just... going to give it to whoever you know, adjudicates that <laughs> scoring system better.
2: <laughs> loose, Catherine. Loose start to the quiz.
1: I thought, honestly, I thought Dan would start speaking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's,
2: that's anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> I was, he was overpowered by my daddy knowledge. That's fair. Yeah, That's
1: fair. Um, Father's Day was established in France in 1949 through the marketing campaign for which product a cigarette lighter oh. a certain luxurious model of car or a jacket
0: I'm going to say jacket Let me to say cigarette lighter
1: and Dan wins Yes,
0: yeah. oh, a cigarette such lighter a, such an daddy. easy option
2: <laughs>
1: oh I don't want to Dan to win anymore
2: <laughs> you are alright um, here we go
1: well what was the name of the coffee shop that Matt was the owner of in Dream Daddy?
2: Oh, it was a wonderful pun, uh-huh. but it was it was abstract. I, I haven't got it. Have you got it, Dan?
0: No. It, it was some sort of reference to a song or a band or something, wasn't it? It's like
2: maybe had coffee in the title, maybe didn't. <clears throat> like plunging, there was some kind of coffee action involved in the title.
1: It was coffee it was coffee spoon, so no one gets that. (laughs) I said it had coffee in the title. No, I'm not giving (laughs) that to you. I'm not giving (laughs) it to
2: you.
1: To avenge the sinking of his father's fleet, the Roman Emperor Caligula refused to eat fish, sacrificed his youngest daughter, attacked the sea itself.
0: Attacked the sea itself. Yeah. What was the second one? Oh, Sacrificed too late. Doesn't his younger matter. daughter.
1: Youngest daughter.
0: Attacked the sea itself. Yeah. Listen yeah, <laughs> to the Myths and Legends podcast. <laughs> you know, nice.
1: He sent his army to attack and um, they showed victory by bringing back seashells, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Sounds like something they kind kind of Romans are doing. went in and started yeah. attacking it with their swords and spears. <laughs> Good. That's what yep. happens when you drink lead and rule the country. Yep. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. And you <laughs> read a lot.
1: Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Which Dream Daddy had extensive knowledge of not tying?
0: Oh, it'd be uh, Joseph. Joseph Christensen. I beat you to that. Yeah, Charles did. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I yes. reckon it's I reckon we both get both get because 1. you said
2: points. last name. What? Because <laughs> you said the full name. We've already established that you. No, I last think we both name. started
0: talking at the same time. Charles
2: just. What? Said for what? The no,
1: I, I did hear Charles first. I'm <laughs> sorry, Dan. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> your yeah, so MBNs not World. looking
2: so good now, is it?
1: So we've got Charles on two and Dan on two. How exciting! Which father, which father helps incubate its young and feeds them with milk once born, a pigeon, (laughs) (laughs) a (laughs) a strange tie-in, a platypus or a
2: python? I'm going to say platypus.
0: Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say platypus as well. You're both wrong. It is a pigeon. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had I played played more how to full boyfriend, I might have known you this. Have
2: known. You probably would have. Yeah, it's probably 50% of the game.
0: Oh, yeah. No, do we have a, a dad off? Do we no, have we a dad still have time? more questions.
1: I, oh, I prepared okay.
0: extensively. We prepared ex- Oh, thank
2: goodness.
1: <laughs> Who did the theme song for Dream Daddy?
2: Oh. Jeez. I don't know. Christina Aguilera.
0: <laughs>
1: oh my god.
0: Is it Ninja Sex Party?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna stop you both. <laughs> <he doing> <laughs> no, it's a it's a American artist called Baths. I just thought someone might have looked it up because Charles has been singing it all week. But apparently, I have. Not.
2: Well, Christina Aguilera is American, so. All right. Think so, about that.
1: Anyway, we're down <laughs> to the final. Man. We're down to the final question.
2: So well, whoever tells
1: awkward. me the right answer is the dreamiest daddy. <sighs>
2: It's a title I want, um, who, and I want Catherine to call it me often.
1: I'm not doing that. I I will stop the quiz before I call you that.
2: <laughs> Good deal.
1: Um, who has no father? Female bees, male ants, or queen termites?
2: Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm going to go with bees. I'm going to go with ants.
1: <laughs> and Daniel is the dreamiest daddy. <laughs>
2: ah, well done, Daniel, you dreamy. Daddy
0: <laughs> That's right
2: That's two for two now, Dan Two in a row yeah. Starting on, on fire
0: It's going to go longer than Catherine's yeah, I well, went to what, three? Three, three or four, yeah. yeah, something like that
1: I still think cool. the last one was stolen from me
0: <laughs> Good Daddy quiz
1: <laughs> Good Daddy yeah, quiz you. Good
2: quizzing on daddies Nice
1: I, I liked Ooh. the combination Cool, alright
0: well, that, um, mm-hmm. that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, you can tweet to us using the hashtag GameClubCast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at NFGDan.
1: I'm at CS McMullen.
0: I'm at Charles Bryars. And uh, Charles, can you let us know what's going to be next time on GameClub?
2: I have no idea what's going to be next on GameClub. Have we chosen a game? Is I've it- written oh.
0: down, we're going I to be playing here? FTL Faster Than Light. As, there you go. Uh, I
2: don't. I was- don't have our file open right now because I've minimized it. And then if I reopen it,
0: it stops recording. right, <laughs> uh, we're playing FTL Faster Than Light. It was on our poll yes! uh, a couple of weeks ago. It went up against Papers Please and Sunless Sea, uh, so we're playing the the runner up or the the loser of that vote. But it's still a very popular game. We got a couple of requests for it, so I'm excited. Um, that should be fun. You can find that on. Steam is I believe there's an iPad version, Catherine.
1: Yep. Yeah, I definitely. have I already yeah. have it, but I will um I haven't played it that much, which is great. Works perfectly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Great choice, If you choice want to go team. into the um, – on Facebook, we've got a Game Club podcast uh, Facebook group you can join where we chat about the games and share share images and and discuss it and stuff. We'll put a link to the Humble Store uh, version of FTL, and if you want to use that link, it helps out the podcast and and gives credit to us if you want to tip us a little bit as, uh, as part of that purchase. Nice. Great. Um, anything else from you guys before we call it there?
1: No, that's it. Nope.
0: Mm-hmm. That's all done uh, Go out and romance Some daddies people Yeah Enjoy Have it. a fun time Treat yourself
1: Don't, don't date yeah. Robert
0: <laughs> Robert's <laughs> a mistake Thanks for listening to Game Club I've been your dreamiest daddy Dan
1: I've been your moderately dreamy daddy Catherine I feel weird saying that
2: <laughs> I've apparently been Your minimal dream daddy uh, Undreamy if you will Hugo shot me down Lost the quiz I'm out I don't even want to talk about it anymore Farewell well, boy <laughs> Boy.